The programme which follows is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. Hello there, good afternoon. You're listening to Ice Topica here on Resonance 104.4 FM. My name is Simon Tishko and on this week's Ice Topica we further consider the 100th anniversary of the Russian Revolution and we consider it in terms of revolution. Revolutionary recordings of um, people made in London, conversations, scripted, non-scripted, many made by Jean-Luc Godard in uh, an experimental film called English Sounds from 1969, I believe, but we can check that. Um, Making a nice sound piece with this as a consideration of all things revolutionary. In this very strange dystopic time we're living in, personally, I am unable at the moment to even read the news, which is a very strange state of affairs for a political animal like myself. Yet, a little ill health, a little rest required a little stepping back from the political front line and um you can't even see me on twitter but that's sometimes the way it goes so if you want some details of today's episode of isotopica it almost certainly won't be online yet because it's usually the week or so after but that's not the point you can still look at my website being www.theculture.net talk directly about this you can try on twitter and it will beat through to all of our devices here at isotopica you can do that by going hashtag isotopica i guess um revolution in the age of brexit where our country has been ripped from another remarkable thing and everything is going to cost more all our opportunities are going to be closed down England will become a fascist backwater, an anomaly, a joke nation in the world, I guess. And I don't know where there's a place for an artist in a country like that. Dystopic, that's me. Not feeling so hot. Any ideas to cheer me up, send them through www.theculture.net. In the meantime, let's just settle up and listen to you today. Revolutionary Isotopica here on Resonance 104.4 FM. In In 1947, in protest against lack of housing, 
of being unable to be a woman. They tell us what we should be. We're under intensive pressure to be acceptable, not to put ourselves outside the safety net of marriage. We're taught from small girls that failure means not being selected by men. The sign of intelligence and subtlety has been able to secure the contractual bargain, handing over your virginity for a marriage document. Orgasm is a matter of merchandise. They don't like us to be too clever, remember. We might go to university, but men want someone who can cook. The emphasis in our education tends to be much more on integration. Encouragement of active criticism, of intellectual aggression is very rare. It's the cautious virtues which predominate. And this is difficult when you find yourself in an intellectual confrontation with men, because there's a double bind. We're observed to say soon that you've got difficult to stray from the definition of what they want because there's a danger of being rejected in a double sense. You're not only rejected as a rebel, but you're rejected for a moral reason too. It's much more difficult to cope with the moral thing. There's still the whole dirty, frightened, patronizing world behind slut, tart, old slag, nymphomaniac, dolly, bird, chip, bit of stuff, bit of crumpet, old bag, silly dog.
call capitalism. They've said that capitalism forces people to eat each other. It's relationships between men and men and women and men, part of this process. But sometimes this has been twisted into a rather good... Wait until we get the revolution, and we'll dole you up your equality. We'll give you equal pay, and we'll give you nursery schools. Another thing they've said is that the way that women are subordinated is through the family. And Solitary the family pleasure and fascism. Through a particular kind of historical process, which developed with, along with capitalism. And therefore they said when we abolish capitalism, we can then go on to abolish the family. They lead on to new kinds of possible alternatives. And it seems that it would be a good thing to apply this to women. That these, by asking certain things, you not only get a better condition, but you expose the inadequacies and the contradictions within the Sometimes system. Sometimes the class struggle is also the struggle of one image against another image, of one Recently sound against another sound. In a film, this struggle is between images and sounds. Workers have come to exp expect too much. High wages, short hours, the whole lot. We've got to produce them cheaply. That means keeping workers' wages down until we, the employers who really run the country, decide that higher wages can be afforded industrial relations. Productivity and trade are being sabotaged by unofficial strikes, go-slows, work to rules. It's very bluntly to these wreckers and shirkers that there's no place in this country anymore for saboteurs who are out to prevent their fellow workers from serving their employers. From now on, collective agreements between unions and employers will become enforceable by law. Those who refuse to play the game those who are intent on disrupting the economy will be dealt with by industrial courts and will pay the price like any other common criminals.
don't only want a bigger slice of the cake, they want the whole... Most students are glad to be at university and are willing to do some work in return for the money the country pays them. Many of them foreigners here at the taxpayers' expense were not at university to study, but to disrupt and undermine British institutions. These academic thugs, these window smashers, these policemen baiters, we would deal with them very severely. Those who attack our institutions, who destroy respect for authority, who spread discontent and anarchy, who claim that they should control the places of education they are lucky enough to attend, as if these pipsqueaks could run anything, all of these communist rabble must be swept out of the universities and out of the headlines they love to hog so dearly. Let's repress these long-haired sex perverts and make room for decent, respectable, clean-living young people who understand that politics and education have nothing whatever to do with each other. Send the offenders to labor camps. They'd soon learn how to work there. And as for the war in Vietnam, they're always going on about. That step by step, as this war has gone on, we've agreed with what the Americans have done. Magnificent sacrifice of men and money in the defense of our freedom. They want to fight. So let's give them one. War's a nasty business. People are going to be killed. But I believe we must take this risk. In this kind of game, it's necessary to shoot and bomb. Sometimes it is necessary to burn women and children. Sometimes to torture people. Sometimes to slice their stomachs open and cut women's breasts off. Let's not kid ourselves. You fight wars to win them, by whatever means are necessary. And we don't like colored people, and I'll tell you why. money and materials into their primitive homelands because they simply can't handle their own affairs.
the immigrants themselves suffered from the racial bitterness that is created when they swamp our houses and our jobs. In their interest, as much as ours, let's send them packing. Let's sterilize them. In fact, and this is really the simplest solution of them all, let's exterminate them. Let's kill these people too, like the old age pensioners, like the Vietnamese, like anybody who interferes with the democratic progress of big business and capital. Thank you and good night. Analyze what it has discovered, just as Lavoisier analyzed oxygen discovered by Priestley. And Marx analyzed the theory of value discovered by Ricardo. We had a system where, on the moving line, you, the quicker you worked, the more you had space you had in hand. The more space you, you had in hand, the more time you would have to do your job. But if you got a bad job, if you were doing a job where we'd say you had a cross-threaded nut, it meant you were knocked straight back down. In other words, you had a point where if you went further than that, it meant that you were in trouble then because you had to work twice as hard to get back to the original position of where you started. So consequently, two bad jobs would knock you right back down the line. So it was constantly a question of advancing or retreating. And the one dread you had was that if you did get a bad job, you were going to be knocked back down the line. Consequently, all the rest of the... The 16th escape. Cromwell announces... Cromwell announces... The new enclosure act. Consequently, this was 1906 driving them off the land into poverty. Driving them off the land into they poverty. They couldn't find scarred iron, no. Nobody else could do it at 30 an hour. It wasn't a man-made. This bloke had grown up with a job and he could do it. But it wasn't a man-made who could, um, who could do this job at 30 an hour. And, they, and to this day, they got about three people doing this job with one man who used to perform the forks. They couldn't find another man. They couldn't slow the line down enough to teach him. They couldn't teach him at 30 an hour. There's a perfect example in the Monday shop where as you've got the senior steward on nights when he's called into the office to take up a case. You can never overcome industrial problems more stay. Uh, belong in the hands of the employing class. Uh, uh, the only way that you can ever overcome any industrial problems indeed in this country is the question of the property relationship of the industries concerned. Like the management realize the hardships of night shift, night work for home workers because they're prepared to pay their own staff. Their own staff gets £8 a week on night. The fraternity of hostile classes proclaimed in the speeches of industrial magnates, inscribed on the blackboards of grammar schools and universities, and transmitted by television networks, is based upon the exploitation of one class by the other. Its genuine, authentic and prosaic expression is
goes home in the morning, he goes straight to bed. Well, he, even when he gets up, that's all he can think on. He can't do anything else. He has to use his brakes, what he should have for his lunch. He has to use 1888. Many are the times we will be bludgeoned in the streets. Many are the times when the government will be the victor. But the more they triumph, the more certain their defeat. Victory today prepares their final defeat. The point about, about the, the psychological effect of, of, of peace work on human beings, I mean, can be seen very easily in, in the conflict between human beings when they're on peace work. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I know of a case where, where the, the modest, most uh, non-aggressive man you'd ever meet in your life while working uh, after having worked seven hours piece work hit, uh, hit, hit one of his mates over there with a plump screwdriver because he tripped over his head alone and th this is a sort of continuous attention the tension is enormous it, there's one there's one point on the 1100 line where five men get in a car at once yeah i mean they say that there's arms and legs everywhere there's men lying on their back
Sometimes the problem is to create the conditions for that speech. Speech as the expression of a power. Everyone may agree to allow the right to speak, but no one, no one will allow it to be taken. Capitalism uh, surely is, is much more even than this. I mean, oh, yes. Capitalism is far more than just the inequality of wealth within uh, a, a capitalist nation state. Yeah. It's far more than this. I mean, capitalism is that. Capitalism uh, to exist must have, have millionaires and it must have people who are impoverished. Yeah. It must have this, but more than that, more than that, it must internationally have, all, have whole sections of the world which My sympathy for the solitary terrorist falls where tactics begin. But where ten men gather together in the cause of creative violence rather than of painful agony of survival, their despair ends and tactics the, uh, begin. workers in this country thought that they were putting into power a socialist government that would influence every man that voted Labour is suddenly awake all of a sudden to realise that it is not a socialist government, it is a capitalist government. It's a better capitalist government. A better capitalist government. to the working class, as they always have done. Ramsey MacDonald done it, he cut the dough in 1931. You've got uh, the Tory party that is swinging rapidly to the right, uh, which would be under the leadership of Enoch Powell, which would be a right-wing racist government of the type that Hitler had in Germany. So what's, what's before the working class? Do we carry on supporting these tired old traitors? In the no, we can't. What is needed in this crisis is a building of a new political party for the working class. Yeah, yeah. A, a political party that is committed to, to Marxism, that is committed to communism, that is prepared to lead the working
Supposons que je vive jusqu'à 60 ans. J'ai 35 ans. Comment vivrai-je durant ces 25 ans Comment les remplir Que faire pour cela Dites-le-moi. Si seulement je pouvais vivre ce qui me reste à vivre, ce peu qui me reste à vivre d'une autre manière, autrement que j'ai vécu jusqu'à présent. Me réveiller demain matin à neuf et tout le reste dispersé comme de la fumée. Commencer une vie nouvelle aujourd'hui. Par quel bout Et commencer quoi We're not having Limpiao in it. The ruddy guys are here. We're not having Chia and Ching in it either. Hang on. No, you say Nixon. You finish. <laughs> you say, no, 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 no,
US when I say Mark. In 1947. Labour government. Labour government. End a dock strike. End a dock strike. Television and films do not record moments of reality, but simply dialectics, areas of contradictions. Let us illuminate these areas with the blinding light of the class struggle. In 1949, the government decided to spend money on arms and not there are neither self-evident on arms and not on housing. It's you Constitution. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Photography is not the reflection of reality. It is the reality of that reflection. Photography was not invented by chance, but on the day the bankers of reactions of mass financing railways and telegraphs, invention. That is to say, when the bourgeoisie found they needed, by other means than painting and the novel, to disguise reality to the masses. Controls the gun. Production controls consumption and distribution. If a million prints are made of a Marxist-Leninist film, it becomes Gone with the Wind. 1888. 1888. General strike. General strike. During the projection of an imperialist film, the screen sells the voice of the boss to the viewer. The voice caresses and beats into submission. During the projection of a revisionist film, the screen is the loudspeaker for a voice delegated by the people, which is no longer the voice of the people. In silence, people see their own disfigured face. During the projection of a militant film, the screen is no more than a blackboard, the wall of a school offering concrete analysis of a concrete situation. In front of that screen, the living soul of Marxism, the students criticize, struggle, and transform. Class 
struggle, there is sacrifice, and death is a common occurrence. Education is the key link to be grasped in uniting the whole party for great political struggles. In any society in which classes exist, class struggle will never end. In classless society, the struggle between the Occupations of empty flats and houses in Ely and the help given them by the anarchist movement. Solidarity with the courage of our Maoist comrades in their determination to politicize every anti-imperialist street demonstration. Solidarity with the wage rises won by the dockers and railway men which aggravate the commercial deficit and make the arrogant jackals of the city howl with rage. In our sick society, everyone is sick. A human being averages 4,000 orgasms per lifetime. Do not turn off this pulsating motor of joy and life energy. Orgasmotherapy is the program of sex pull, as taught by the revolutionary doctor and communist Wilhelm Reich. In 1841. In 1841. The first mining unions. The first mining unions. Is founded. Is founded. 
To send striking workers to the front. To send striking workers the tough veil decision. The tough veil decision. Almost destroys. Almost destroys. The trade union movement. For them, they've got to make their choice. 1968. No job and still no job. No job and still no job. Because politically stated text and field recordings from London in the 1960s, many taken by Jean-Luc Godard, others sampled from various libraries and one or two groovy mid-European films from that period. Details of today's episode will eventually turn up on my website being www.theculture.net but in the meantime you can look at previous episodes, future episodes, the wider practice of me, Simon Tishko, your resident artist here on Isotopica, 
or just have a look at some pretty pictures nice menus buttons to press things that go beep and well you can sign up for the resistance there too because if you're not a member of the resistance then you are the problem quizlings one and all so in quitling britain this is isotopica signing off for another seven days i'm going to be listening in on twitter and blah 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 and all that stuff anyway carol finer coming up next this is repeated at various times including resonance